Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter through professional speaking, blogging, and now podcasting. Head over to my website at peaceofmindpo.com to subscribe to my weekly newsletter and to explore the organizing and productivity resources, including over 450 articles on a range of organizational topics, including today's. So just as an aside, uh, January and February are quiet months for community events like uh, recycling and shred events. A reader has noticed a lack of them on my newsletter recently. So this is just a shameless plug to please share with me any upcoming local to the south side of Chicago or Chicago area, uh, recycling events, shred events, community events that I can add to my newsletter. In addition, if you are not near me, but you still have a great recycling resource that you'd like to share, I would love to add it to my resource page on my website. Thanks. So February is National Time Management Month, and my goal to dig deeper into time management strategies this month means I am also publishing all new content. Phew. And that means that even though I tend towards distractibility, I need to manage myself and my attention if I'm going to continue to produce content and services efficiently in the time frame I intend for them. Cue today's topic, distraction. Reflecting on the word distraction, I realize that this is another instance of words matter, kind of like overwhelm a couple weeks ago. Distraction can be a state of being distracted and also the thing that causes us to be distracted. That thing that prevents us from giving full attention to something else. So here is my distraction IRL, right? My own personal reflection today. It's ironic to me that I was managing distractions as I wrote this article over the last few days. What I wanted to focus on was writing the article. However, my attention was being pulled elsewhere. For example, on Monday when I started this, my morning had not gone as planned, not by a long shot. My morning, Monday morning to-do list was long, as always, and ideas were popping like popcorn in my brain. My first appointment for the day needed to be rescheduled as my fellow participant was feeling poorly. My second appointment started late and therefore ended late as well. A family member in another state was having a minor health issue right then that I hoped would stay minor and I was waiting for news. My husband had a planned day off and was sick, so worry for him is certainly a distraction. And my window was open as it was unseasonably pleasant here in Chicago this week, and I wanted fresh air to clear out the germs. And my neighborhood was bustling with activity. And then, of course, there's also clients texting me and notifications on my computer screen, occasional phone calls, etc. Oh my goodness. All I wanted to do was finish the article, do a good job on it, and then move on to the other 14 dozen things I needed to do that day and this week. Ugh. So, let's pick this example of distraction apart. Learn from it and use some tools to make it better. The question comes down to how to manage distractions or at least get back on track more quickly when the distractions inevitably happen. 
And first, we need to understand that distractions will occur. We will get distracted sometimes, and that's okay. It, it again, is, is inevitable. We know that they will happen, but what do we do with it, right? In addition to acknowledging that distractions occur, we need to actively plan for distractions to occur. And we need to get good about coming back to productivity from that state of distraction. So to circumvent distraction at the root, it helps us if we know what is and is not important to us. So I'm going to shamelessly plug a few past podcast episodes because recently I shared the idea of the Eisenhower box in my newsletter and podcast to help us determine our high priority activities. Relatedly, I've also recently on the podcast discussed knowing our focus areas and sticking with those. And then I have also recently shared routines and to-do lists. And those three right there, right? So the Eisenhower box for priorities, focus areas, and routines and to-do lists. Having a handle on those three items will already put you ahead of so many distractions. Obviously, when scheduling, we also need to leave extra time to get things done on deadlines. So looking at our interactions with others, we can ask the question, with what other people are you distractible? I am a verbal processor. That's a very nice way in coaching to say that I talk a lot, but I find that when I'm with other verbal processors or extremely chatty people, I get easily distracted. For a long time, I also believed distractions were just a part of parenting small children, and to some extent they are. And I don't mind so much now, since what could be more important than focusing on my family, right? My family, my sons still win, meaning I welcome distraction by them, even though they're grown, because they're most important. And I can always get back on track when the distraction has passed. But we can also ask ourselves, looking at other situations in our lives, where do we get distracted, right? So not just necessarily the people, but in what situations. So for example, we all may get distracted by external drama and also the internal processing of it. Meaning when things are going on in the world around me, even if I limit the external stimuli or reminders, I'm not watching the news on television, I'm not you know, checking in on my, my phone for notifications, my head and my heart still know that things are going on and are still processing. And so that, you know, one little part of my brain is still kind of working through those other things that aren't the work in front of me. And this is good awareness to have if I find myself wandering off task. In coaching terms, I've spent a lot of time working on self-awareness around my own distractions this week in preparation for writing this article. So I was thinking perhaps I was distracted by visuals in my own home or office environment as in emails or the little red circle on my phone screen, etc. But what is truly the root of the distraction is the notification part of those visuals. The notification that someone might need me to respond quickly or that I may need to do something to act on the notification. The perceived urgency and possible importance of the message is what distracts me. And I got to tell you, my mind was blown by that one. I have this belief um, that I never have enough time to do what needs done and therefore the perceived need to multitask to get it all done. And you notice that with both of those statements, I put very soft languages and perceived and believed because maybe that's not actually the case. But those beliefs can absolutely be distractions in themselves. So another thing I want to talk about when we're talking about how to deal with distraction is our learning styles. 
The four most common learning styles, we also call them processing styles, are auditory, which is hearing, verbal, which is speaking, visual, which is seeing, and kinesthetic, which is doing. Now there's more than those, um, but those are the four that we're going to talk about today. So for example, I am easily distracted by noises and I can also use noise like white noise or my Calm app for the sound of ocean waves or forest rain to help me get back on track. I'm also distracted by visual clutter or unexpected movement and I can use a Calm visual or a mandala to help me refocus after being distracted. So again, that question that we can ask ourselves, what distracts you? What can bring you back from distraction? And what might your learning style be? Because knowing our learning styles can help us strategize reminders to bring us back from distraction. For example, I am more likely as someone who learns auditorially that I will respond to an auditory reminder, which means I use timers and alarms all the time to keep me on track. I use timers to remind me to do something, so actively distracting me from what is in front of me on purpose. But then I also use it as an opportunity to check in and make sure I haven't gotten too far off track and to recommit if I have. For example, maybe I clicked on something on my phone and now I'm scrolling Facebook reels or something and realize that I need to really get back to the work that I had intended to do with the time in front of me. And so I can use timers at regularly scheduled intervals to remind me to get back to work. Another good question to ask yourself is what times of day are you more distractible? Personally, I'm aware that I get fatigued late afternoon and again in the late evening. Therefore, my focus wanders and my productivity is very susceptible to being derailed by distractions. I can choose to group and complete several small and simple tasks during those times, or for the example of the later in the evening, I can just kind of give it up and realize that I've done enough for the day and head off to bed and use that distraction as a cue that my brain is done for the day. Like so many things in terms of better time management, the challenge and even the solutions to the challenges all start with awareness. We need to be aware of distractions, so please ask yourself some of the questions I just posed. In what situations am I distracted? With what people am I distracted? What times of day? And by what am I distracted, right? But also be aware of just how many tools and strategies there are to bring us back from distraction to focus and better productivity. So this type of productivity conversation is one I have with some of my clients regularly. If you would like to explore coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if there are organizational topics you'd like to hear about, please drop me a line via email, again, at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or any of my social media channels. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next week.